0: what's up everybody my name is adam badger and welcome to talk and fit what's up guys thank you for listening to the talk and fit podcast if you get any value out of this episode just real quick make sure that you uh give it a five star review leave a review and if you feel really awesome share it if you're going to do one thing though share it out there because uh sharing out there for free is what gets the podcast listened by more ears and I continue to do this multiple hours per week, you know, every week for free as a way to just give out good information, good inspiration to you guys. And I think we have a great episode for you today. Um, I've got Alex Linder on the podcast. He's the owner of a local gym called Fortitude Strength. Uh, he mainly works with uh, high school athletes, getting them ready for college. He's uh, He was a professional lacrosse player, very educated guy, very hardworking guy. And he's got a really, uh, really awesome, just like, story of how he got to where he is right now, where he's a leader in the community and a leader amongst uh you know high school kids. And and you know, he's not even 30 yet himself, and he owns his own business and he's he's working really hard, which is really, really cool. Um Alex, man, thanks for coming on. No worries, man. Appreciate you having me, Adam. It's
1: dope.
0: Yeah, man. I'm excited to talk to you. So we were talking a little bit before we started recording and Alex was uh this is the first time we've ever uh met. So he was just filling me in a a little bit more about his story. So um if you were going to give maybe just like a a bird's eye you know a uh, summary uh, of you know how you got to where you are now being a gym owner a business owner uh by 28 uh you know can you give us a little background like kind of a brief version of what we talked about before we started recording uh and then we can dig into the details as you tell as you tell it yeah uh
1: i guess a brief uh we didn't really get into like the, uh, the, the good part um so for me uh started off Playing lacrosse in high school. Uh, That's how I started now. what I am is a a lacrosse skills coach and strength and conditioning coach as well. Uh, So started off playing lacrosse in high school. From there, I was able to go to college, which was dope. Had a great time doing that. Uh, After college, played semi-pro for a little bit, uh, about four years worth, which is an awesome experience. Uh, And then from there, uh, in between that time, I was a teacher uh, and then was also a, a coach at Hudson Valley. Uh, in 2019, which was an awesome experience, uh, and right after that, um, I was like, you know what? It's time for me to open up my own spot. I uh, had the opportunity to go ahead uh, and get some good space. Uh, open up my first location. Uh, then from there, ended up uh, moving to Florida to kind of further my career, uh, becoming like a great coach. And then uh, last year in June, ended up moving back to the Albany area. And opening up uh, what is now uh, what we see on Instagram and all that, uh, the Fortitude Strength uh, new location. So so, wh-
0: so where was the first location? Uh, first location is
1: actually in the same plaza right out in Delaware, or right in Delaware Plaza out in Bethlehem. Um, it was actually just like a little further down in the plaza. So it's actually a smaller location. Uh, and the place we have now is a lot bigger, which is pretty dope.
0: Oh, nice, man. That's, that's awesome. And you said you moved to Florida. What, what did you do down there?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I moved down to uh, Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, I went down there to work with uh, professional MMA fighters and professional athletes. So oh, I did wow. last year. Uh, that was also like life, yo, Florida. Like we, we talked about like a life-changing experience earlier. We didn't even talk, it's like so we even talked about like the best part. Uh, Florida was like the the next life-changing experience. So having the chance to go down there, really tap in with professional athletes. I was working at uh Daru Strong facility, uh, Phil DeRue, great um strength conditioning coach for combat sports. Literally one of the best in the industry. He's a, uh, I think he's like two time or three time uh, coach of the year uh, for professional combat sports. Uh, so having the chance to work with him, shadow him, uh, and also tap in with like the community around there. So having the chance to uh, see like what the NFL offseason was like working with uh, some of those great athletes as well uh, and seeing some of those great coaches, networking with them out there. I get a chance to network with high school coaches out there, high school athletes, high school training different. <laughs> yeah. Completely different in southern Florida. Like Boca Raton uh is like uh say like 30 minutes from Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale is like half or 45 minutes from Miami. So mm-hmm. like I was like right down there in like southern Florida. Uh so I was it was a such a beautiful time um last year. so I had the chance to uh learn uh some great things uh, and bring it back to the back to the hood.
0: That's awesome, man. That's 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 really cool. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the Florida part. That's pretty sweet. It's and there. moving to Florida is like a dream of mine long term. This is yeah, getting someplace it's warm. A, it's a different world. Yeah.
1: Different world down there. Different world.
0: For sure. So uh you know that was the that was the brief version. Like when you hear that brief version, you're like, okay, high school, high school college athlete becomes a strength and condition coach, opens up his own business. Like, okay, mm-hmm. where's the adversity? So, like what we were talking about before we start recording was just like how the way Alex grew up and the way I grew up is much different from the clients we train and the way that their kids are currently growing up. And like, you know, a lot of the adults that we work with or the adults that, you know, I mainly work with adults, Alexander mainly works with uh, high school kids is that, you know, if you can, uh, essentially if you can pay for a coach or you can pay for your kids to go see a private coach, you, you're probably doing pretty well in life. So yeah. your your kids are probably coming up in in a in a different world than me and Alex grew up in uh, where we both didn't grow up in a great, you know, financial space growing up. We, we, um, I had a lot of, you know, my own hurdles growing up too. Um, what were, you know, if you want to go through some of the the hurdles you had growing up, uh, and, and how that how that created inspiration for you to to continue to work hard. Uh, so for me, um, I was thinking about the word hurdles, uh, or maybe not hurdles, but like uh, just just what we were talking about before, just uh, adversities or different yeah, different things that you went through. Uh, I think words are very important. Uh,
1: so for me, uh, like I guess like the adversity, like I like to use that word, the adversity, I faced early on. Like the biggest thing, most uh, that like set me off for life. That I always say is the most important thing uh, is when I lost my mom back in high mm-hmm. school. Uh, that was my junior year of high school. Just turned sixteen uh like obviously everyone looks forward to being 16 you know looking forward to getting your driver's license x y and z unfortunately life changed for me at that age uh but i'm blessed for it so i was thankful enough to to receive that experience of losing my mother uh in high school and then from there this led me on to having to really answer some tough questions like hey man like do you want to sit here and say well it's me and and quote unquote become another statistic or do you want to like really Focus on making my mom proud, uh, which for me at that point was like the eye in the sky. It was like, hey, like my mom, like when she was alive, like dog. Like she would call my phone, my friends' phones, like because I was we were, you know, growing up with that like in the old days, if you will, always outside, you know, like no yeah phone, none of that. Like I had a, a phone you had to have minutes for. So like you had to like Me too, me too. <laughs> Prepaid to and like we weren't like loading that thing up. So it's like, hey, you got a 25 minute card to make that boy laugh for the whole month you know mm-hmm. um clearly didn't last so like she had to call my, my friends phones x y and z their houses um so she was always like on me you know like always like hey where you at where you at gotta come home gotta eat with the family gotta do your homework gotta do this gotta do that uh, and at that point as a kid just like hey mom stop sweating me you know um yeah. actually like when she passed i was just like oh okay i i see like i see and now looking back like yo i'm thankful you know what i mean like held me like very accountable like very very accountable like there's no excuses for nothing like uh my favorite sweatshirt is my no my excuses and i don't relate sweatshirt uh so for me it's just like she really held me accountable so when she passed away at that point in time i was just like hey man like she's really watching now so like yeah you have have to really uh press through and press forward through every obstacle like there is no excuse for for nothing like if you want to but my goal at that point in time was my passion and purpose uh which was realized was lacrosse so i love lacrosse i love sports in general played uh, ran indoor track um played lacrosse so for me it was just like hey, i want to be the best lacrosse player i could possibly be i had a few um players i looked up to but there's work that had to be done you know so for me uh i just wanted to be the best lacrosse player i didn't really think about going to college honestly at that point i just wanted to be the best lacrosse player uh one day i was just traveling with my friend he's like hey man check your email. I'm sure you're going to be getting some emails from some college coaches. I was like, nah, no way. Opened up like a, an old ass Yahoo email that I just like <laughs> put in like those forms you'd fill out, uh, ended up having like a ton. I was like, oh shoot, like I can actually go somewhere from this. And at that point, I kind of like added some fuel to the fire right away. I'm like, all right, man, like, hey, mom, like, let's go. We got this one. Like we're about to go somewhere. I had a lot of offers, uh, ended up having uh, terrible grades. So at that point, I was just like, all right, well, kind of like, didn't do the best in the beginning of high school. So now we gotta kind of make up for that. Uh, and at that point, was able to get into a uh, decent school. Uh, and then from there, um, that like just inspired me to keep going, keep going. Uh, my first year of college uh, also went through some adversity as far as unfortunately, uh, their second year of college, sophomore year, uh, spring or fall semester, and up going through a situation uh, at school where ended up getting suspended for what would have been a year i would be able to go back scot-free able to play again but at that point in time uh i was just like what am i going to do for a year am i going to come home uh and work or am i gonna you know like find a different school to go to i didn't know uh but i did know my grandma said i couldn't come home so that's so <laughs> that point in time that gave me the answer you know so once again like having a strong uh foundation at the crib mom grandma uh keeping me accountable of like hey man like you told me you're gonna go out and go to college so like mm-hmm. you're not coming home you know yeah uh, so at that point it was just like all right like my coach my assistant coach at the time at my first school was a, a head coach at a local junior college he was able to give me a scholarship to go there uh I was able to go there uh and that's when I actually got my I always tell my athletes now that's when I got my first skills coach uh and it was like my assistant coach at that time uh and he did it for free he like brought me like 45 minutes down to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Uh, to his facility which was dope uh, which kind of was like my first time like walking into a, a facility of like oh shoot like this is where like people get better at and, and do things like I didn't know it was my first time yeah uh, hey man you're gonna throw this ball at the wall like uh, a two by four plank uh, for an hour just freaking like working on like one thing and that and, like that's what really transforming from like I always tell my athletes now also I was like hey my first year of college I was terrible when I actually got with a coach and like who knew what the heck he was doing and knew what I was doing wrong, that's when I like transformed from like having like no success to having uh national success. Yeah. Uh, at that point, I was able to like uh once again fight through adversity, become a better lacrosse player, which like I said earlier was like my goal of like becoming the best, you know. Uh get a scholarship to go to a better school, uh, and just continue on my journey, man. That, you know, dude
0: that you touched on a lot of really good points there that they can kind of that can be really broad and applied to many areas of life. And one thing we we're talking about with uh before we start recording is how we both coach adults and we can see just through coaching them on their training or coaching them on the nutrition, like in having those conversations, we see it pay off in other areas of life. And so a couple of uh, themes you touched on was one, like when your mom passed away, like it removed this big source of accountability. Right. Mm -hmm. And it could have been a normal human reaction of like, well, now I can just do whatever the fuck I want. Right. Like, like I don't have like this accountability anymore, but it takes a, you know, that inner work to go, well, no, now I'm even higher accountability because now I she can like watch over me anytime. like as like right and and actually acknowledging that. And another one was the uh, you know, not even checking your email and then seeing like you had all these like colleges reaching out to you. It's just like the idea of pursue of pursuing being good at something without the the promise of a payoff or without seeking a result. And I talked to my clients about that all the time Is like, you know if you're just constantly doing things just to see the scale go down and just to see the the pants fit that you want to fit into or just to get better at lacrosse if you're only doing things because you're trying to get the result then it takes your it takes your mind off the ball it takes it takes your you know your focus away from what's actually important is just getting better at the task at hand and getting better at the habits at hand 100%. and then the, the other one you talked about too was just like you know when you went through college and and having that ec- external accountability of okay no you messed up now you're this is your consequence Mm -hmm. instead of being like woe is me and well this isn't fair you just okay i gotta figure this out and that's just what life is it's just a series of you know consequences and you know Mm -hmm. or results and just repeat 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 but I think sometimes people get so wrapped up in like, when is the result going to happen? When am I going to get the result? And they're constantly just focused on when's the result going to happen that they lose the whole, uh, the main value of the process.
1: Yeah. yeah. And real quick, uh, two things, uh, I will say, uh, thinking, but like, I definitely cried my ass off, uh, that that, d- that day when I, uh, got suspended. Like when I got that letter, Oh yeah. I cried my ass off and I was like, whoa, it like, like how like it's like i literally said like it is me like yo i'm like one of the not even one of like i am the hardest working uh sophomore at that point in time y'all have ever witnessed like what are we even talking about so i definitely said well it's me but that's when i was like introduced to like hey big dog like this is how the world works you know i mean like yeah i mean broke a rule a law (laughs) uh and it's in in the state it was just like that's not how it flies you know yeah Uh, for me it was just like you can say well it's me uh, and put yourself in that position but like life's gonna like hand you a bill i always say and you gotta pay for it so it's just like you gotta suck that shit up real quick so you can allow yourself at that time it was like way too long but you can allow yourself like 30 seconds to like damn bro like all right like cool like that's it like you got like yeah. seconds to like say whoa it's me uh and then like now we gotta move on to the next thing you know and earlier uh you were saying like um like when you like don't set like that higher goal you know uh, and you just like just keep working relentlessly or like when you don't try to like seek like an end result um and like just work relentlessly what i found out because like essentially like for me at that point in time there was kind of like an end goal and like being the best of like hey like you will be able to be an all-american uh you will be able to be professional you know but for mm-hmm. me at the time uh this was simply like being an all-american like i didn't even set that goal but like that's what being the best is in sport you know especially yeah. at the top level uh and like when i received like my last two years of, of college which was like at the perfect time was like hey like i went through like first years of adversity and last two years was just like all the things like just all like the c- positive seeds positive work i planted just adding up i received like uh my two-time all-american status of like my first year or 2015-16 all-american 2016-17 all-american which was dope but then i was just like damn yeah all right well i literally just spent uh at that point i don't even know say like it was like uh eight years like nine years to like bust my ass to like become the best and i did it yeah now now do we do you know so like that was like a a, a tough not even a tough moment but like a damn bro i just fucking dedicated my whole life to like literally trying to be the best and at that point i was like so, like zoned in, I'm like really trying to be the best at like my motto was like, "Hey, man, I'm just coming to play lacrosse, you know, like degree second, <laughs> lacrosse first. Uh, yeah. see, so it's not that way. uh I was an education major, so it definitely couldn't be that way. But that was just like my motto, like inside my head, obviously, grades were great in the classroom had to be like you're not gonna be there, Yeah, you know? but it was also just like, hey, man, like I'm here to like kill it, kill it, kill it, play in lacrosse. Like this is what I love to do. Um, and at that point, it's like when I got that got those plaques, I was just like, all right, man, like, I don't even really like education like that. Like, like, I love education, love teaching, love coaching. But like, like my roommates are now all doctors, which is pretty yeah. cool. Uh, one thing we often talk about is like, yo, why didn't y'all tell me to like switch textbooks? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, we all studied together, all studied a lot. And I might as well have studied a freaking a doctor's textbook. Cause like, I, yeah, was, yeah. like, like yeah, I mean, playing lacrosse focused on that so much. I was like, I missed, like, you know what I mean? I want to say I missed like a, a a generational setting career path of like, Hey, a doctor makes obviously you, you accrue a lot of debt. You also make a, a decent amount. Like they're all pharmaceutical doctors doing pretty decent. Um, but anyway, it's just like if I if I actually like sat and focused on like, hey man, you are here for education. Hey, you are here to like focus on like what's gonna happen after. Uh, it could have been a little bit different. Now I will say obviously everything works out how it should for a reason. Yeah. Uh, I'm blessed to have like spent all that passion, all that focus on playing the cross and being the best because now I'm able to uh build my brand and have like the best uh lacrosse training business uh I'll say out there if you will put it out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, it's really to create the best athletes to be honest with you. Uh from like just my journey. You know, if I didn't have uh experience in the trenches, like none of that would have happened, you know. So like it's, it's kind of like two ways to look at it. Like, hey, like I could have uh focused a little bit more on like both things, but I am blessed to have like poured, you know, I mean so much into just like focus on like being the best. Cause at that point I'll now I'm able to like really like be fruitful from all that work I put in, if you will.
0: Yeah, man. And it's it's just that long term approach. Like you first said that it took you nine years to get that all American plaque, right? It's like yeah. you set that goal early in the early in the game, like in probably what more sort of like middle school almost. Like you're just like, oh eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be there. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. And like that's a lot of patience. And I think for most people, what their issue is is that like when you're and I, I use the college analogy all the time people when someone's telling me that they're like, you know, they're being impatient about getting the result, the weight loss results, or their uh, the physical results they are hoping to see with, you know, working out or nutrition, I'm always like, listen, you went to college, you knew when you started college, it was going to take four years or six years, or whatever degree you got, like, you just mm-hmm. knew there was an end date. But mm-hmm. you were patient, and you worked hard, and you you overcame things for multiple years in a row. And now you expect to change your entire body in like four weeks, it doesn't work that way. But mm-hmm. the 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 thing with most people is like if they have a uh, an end date they can they think they can push towards it but it's it's not the end date that matters it's just the the uh perceived guarantee of a result they know as long as i get these good grades i'm going to get that 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 degree with when it comes to weight loss when it comes to changing your life from a fitness or or mental health perspective or changing your mindset there's no like if I do this for this amount of time I get this thing. It's just that it's a constant ever evolving process. It's a and the and different from college or even from playing like lacrosse. Like you've learned with business, the goal of business is just to stay in business, right? Like you don't win business, you don't just win it one day. It's like it, you just got to keep staying in it. Same thing with being in shape. You just got to keep staying in shape. You don't just win being in shape one day. You got to just stick stick with it. Exactly. So for for you like one recent uh recent battle that you've gone through or you're currently going through is like you messed up your knee so like yeah. you were telling me about uh you were telling me about that so like what exactly happened to your knee and like you know did you have to you had to have surgery on it right
1: yeah so i uh tore my battler ruptured my patellar tendon uh, and then fractured my kneecap uh and also dislocated the kneecap uh so i was in a practice uh slash scrimmage if you will ended up taking a solid hit from a defender after i finished the shot which i scored which was yeah. a nice <laughs> shot, fire shot too uh, and at that point uh defender came through hit me knee to knee and at that point um my knee was bent so it was also like right at the right point on my knee like right under my patella his knee hit and at that point, snapped the patella tendon like clean uh, dislocated it fractured it um so i had to have surgery to reattach that bad boy put it in place uh right now i'm on week eight uh post-op which is dope it's been an awesome rehab recovery um yeah, so that's what happened.
0: Yeah, but I, and I was telling Alice before we started recording, uh, one of the posts he recently made. Uh, it was just a it was a video, and the beginning of the video, it's like like three or five seconds. It's literally just him, no background noise, just on crutches, like walking and turning the lights on at his gym. Uh, and I was like, man, that like fucking hit home with me because like as a as a, a solo business owner and as a provider, as a dad as a husband, like every day I wake up, it doesn't matter like what I'm feeling or what uh, what pain I'm going through or, or stress I'm going through. It's like, I still got to turn the fucking lights on. Like, mm-hmm. I still got to get up and turn the fucking lights on. And I, I remember always having that mentality, even when I was not a dad and not a business owner. And just every time I was like, when I was a personal trainer, every time I cared about something, I just had this mentality of, oh, you just got to like show up. Even if you're hurt, even if you're sick, you just keep showing up. And I feel like now, uh, and you can let me know your thoughts on this too, is like some of the culture is like just this whole, it's like over-corrected itself to where like it used to be people just worked themselves to the bone with no relaxation. And now it's kind of like to the other side where people are just like too into self-care where it's just like, oh, I should never have to feel uncomfortable. I should never have to eat food I don't want to eat. I should never have to feel like I'm not doing enough. I just like, it's all self-care, self-care, self-care. Uh, but I, I I don't know what your thoughts on that. Do you agree with that? Do you feel like sometimes people get too lost in the whole like, oh, I should just you know I should be able to s- skip this workout if I don't feel like doing it. I should be able to like sit home if my knee hurts. Like where where do you where do you fall on that?
1: Yeah. Um, so like you were saying earlier, I'm probably gonna use that later an Instagram caption. Turn the lights on. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, I like it.
1: But and that's 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 really what it is. Like I, I was kind of saying earlier, like we're blessed to have some of the problems that we do um but like a lot of people in life haven't had uh and don't have to just from experience or, or occupation to to get up and fucking turn the lights on like and, and have to get up and turn the lights on whether it's having someone else depend on you whether it's like clients you know whether it's your family whether it's like you have a business and you have to fucking you know what i mean make make rent that month you know yeah uh or more importantly like for my young athletes like yo if you have goals like that's that's a hundred percent like yo you gotta you got to get up and turn the fucking light on, like, yo, we got yeah. to work, like, um, and, like, we we're kind of talking earlier about adversity, man, uh, but it really starts from, like, yo, you really got to, it's a little bit of adversity, but it's also, like, you really got to have that want, have that desire of, like, yo, like, I, I really want something, mm-hmm. and more importantly, like, I understand I have to work for it, and the, and the key word in that's understand, you know, like, you really have to understand, like, yo, in order for, because, like, Unfortunately, like the instant gratification world you know what i mean which is like i don't want to like i hate like i always hear people say like oh, millennials think instant gratification yada yada uh but it's just like it feels like something's coming too easy nowadays for, for a lot of people you know and it's yeah. just like, thankfully the way that we were raised like you were saying uh it's just like we've been blessed to have to work for something we've been put in position whether by life or on purpose to to have to uh go over climb a wall to, to get what the hell we want you know and it's just like when it comes to, uh, for me personally, like when it was like myself, like, rel- like, hey, like, yo, you're not stopping me. Like whatever I want, like whatever I truly want, my heart desires, like you're not stopping me, you know? Uh, and when it comes to like me at this point, like I was saying earlier, like one man's discipline is connected to so many people's destiny. It's like, at this point, like it's not even about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, I can't even, uh, there's no way I could take a day off. And like, when I moved to Florida, there's like a, a week period where, I was just like shadowing, like not coaching. I was like, "Yo, this is the first time I haven't coached in like fucking like three years." Cause I, like yeah. I didn't any vacations. You know what I mean? Like, probably could be bad, could be good, whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. um uh, Maybe a little bit too much. Stress myself out, but it's like, that's what I'm here for. I help athletes really achieve dreams. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's like I like every day. I had to get up and turn the lights on. Like some people, life hasn't forced them to get up and turn the lights on. Um, and they are that just too comfortable, too complacent, and like what the what the situation is, they don't have that desire of like, hey, like, I want more or I should want more or I, or I deserve more, you know, like a lot of people are just comfortable, very comfortable, um and that's I won't say um how the world works, but like there are people like us who like have to get up every day, it's no lights on, there are people that like just like operate in the world, you know, uh, but I will say like with the culture uh of like people that like. I'll say it's two, two, two kinds of people, people that really want to get it, like their were for it and people who were just like, kind of like put in the work, you know, and you can mm-hmm. see the results of both people. Um, and it's all about just staying consistent with both and helping each realize their own potential at the end of the yeah. day. You know? But unfortunately yeah. I will say it is kind of like that. It was kind of like that.
0: No, I agree with you. And, and I think sometimes it's not even like a, a good or bad or a right or wrong thing. It's just, you have to, you have to just realize you have to set expectations in line with actions and like if you are someone who is just showing up and not really putting in the effort but you're always complaining that you really want this goal then that you have to have a conversation with yourself or have a conversation with your coach and be like okay well like you were talking about earlier is like you know when you have uh, an athlete who maybe is like oh i should be better by now i should be this like you ask them questions. Well, like, well, why do you feel like you're not that where mm-hmm. you should be? What What are you doing about it? And you mm-hmm. ask them questions and help them get to their own answer. And that's something I do a lot with clients, too, because if someone tells me, like, oh, like, I should be losing weight faster. They're like, oh, I feel like I should have be further along by right now. Okay, well, what do you feel like you can be doing better? You know, what do those weekends look like? What are those, you know, what are do you doing your stress? Like, you know, how hard are you pushing in your workouts? Like, do you actually want to do the tasks that get you the better result or do you just or do you want to keep doing things the way that you're doing there's no right or wrong but okay. if someone tells me eh, I I only want to be like 60% consistent with my nutrition I don't actually want to push to 80 90% okay but then you're not going to get 80 90% results and you have to be okay with that and I'm okay coaching you but like we have to have that conversation you can't just sit there and like I just feel like nowadays I think everyone wants their Diet to be, uh, you know, palatable, and it has to be food that I enjoy and I just love, and I don't ever get sick of eating it. Their workouts have to be, you know, not that strenuous and they don't really have to push that hard. And if there's a little discomfort in a shoulder or a knee, it's like, oh, maybe I should take a whole week off. It's just like that mm-hmm. whole mentality.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: sometimes, you know, uh I, you know, I was talking to you before we started recording, is you're kind of working with kids and setting them up to have more success as athletes by getting rid of that, you know, trying to trying to nip that mentality in the bud like when they're younger as opposed to waiting for them to be like 30 and then dealing like it.
1: 100 What's been cool too, I was just telling my athlete the other day. Um so like for me, I've had I don't know, I've been blessed to coach freaking on athletes at this point, which is pretty dope. Um and like sidebar. I actually like coach these fucking athletes. I feel like a lot of coaches is fucking like put together a fucking group, put on a fucking whiteboard, and it's like, hey, we're going to do this today. That shit pisses, that's not fucking coaching an athlete. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, like, this is fucking athlete X, and so what's fucking wrong with them, that's what we're going to fucking do today to fucking improve those things, either before the session, during the session, and help them fucking get to, like, this goal, like, fucking, like, yeah. coaching. So I fucking, like, really have coached, like, closely, fucking a fuck ton of athletes. Yeah. Uh, and, like, Sorry,
0: no, 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 no! I curse I, the all the time on like there. Sometimes, <laughs> no, I, I, I know, I, I get it, man. Because, like, I, I get it. Like, I, as a coach, I actually fucking coach people. Like, I actually have conversations. Like, majority, a lot of my day is sending voice memos, having phone calls, having Zoom calls, typing out yeah. messages, like coaching people and learning about their lives, tweaking their stuff, tweaking their approach having deep conversations like the one we're having right now like getting into their childhood like really digging into that stuff and you know when you hire a good coach like sometimes you know it's like you know as a coach too is like you have to you there's a rate that comes with working with a coach who's going to dig into your life that much and then you know i get frustrated too where it's like someone can like you know start a $25 a month bullshit thing and like not actually coach people and just be like hey do these fun booty workouts and then like they get like a million people to follow them it's like it's it can be very it gets me tense too where I'm like that's not fucking coaching someone like and uh, that
1: person in a few months anyway because they don't fucking they didn't get the results they wanted yeah yeah
0: and so I get it man it's just like you can't just like toss something up on a board or print something on a pdf or post an instagram thing and now say you're coaching someone because like You're not the person who's like, literally up at night wondering if, you know, Jen, you know, was able to hit her calories last night, or if why this client hasn't gotten back to you yet, or for you, like wondering if like, uh, Jim or Jen is like, you know, feeling okay after practice, because you could tell they were a little bit down that day, because they didn't have a good day. Like, that's the stuff that like, you're thinking about, you're not just sitting there like, you know. Charge of people's credit, charge of people's credit card. Sitting back and it was like, "Oh, this is awesome! Like you actually care." If anything, I'm forgetting to charge fucking credit cards. God damn it Dude, I do that all the time. <laughs> uh but <laughs> I'm like fuck, fucking... fuck, I didn't, I didn't get paid for that person this oh, month.
1: <laughs> man, that, that's also like a blessing too, because it's just like I know it's gonna come back tenfold. You know, because like, I'm just, yeah. I'm pouring in. It's like, and that's like being able to have clients for like three to four years. It's for a reason, because it's like you're not, it's not for the nickel and dime. You know, it's for like yeah. hey, I understand, like for me. I kind of, like you were saying earlier, like, uh, a reason why I work with, uh, so I like to work with, like, eighth through, like, twelfth grade and then college athletes. I don't like to work with anything younger than that because I know how intense that I am. Yeah. Um, And more importantly, you know, how expensive I am. Yeah. Uh, I know that, like, when you come to see me, like, we're, I'm not not looking to see you for, like, a week or two weeks, but I'm looking to see you for, like, the next fucking, like, uh, either until we get, like, a, until we get, like, to the solid, like, goals set or until we get, like, that fucking scholarship, to be honest yeah. Uh, so like i'm looking to see athletes from like 8th to 12th grade uh, but like we really set the focus set the intention and like i really can't help you unless i know like what you want to do where you want to go you know and then once we set that intention set that tone then it's just like okay like uh we're gonna dive deep to figure out like who the hell you are so if you Mm -hmm. tell me you want to go d1 dope let's do it let's fucking make it happen but if you're if you're fucking like not at that level yet we got a lot of work to do a lot of work to dive in you know and along that journey uh, so, back to what we were saying earlier, uh, like I was telling my athlete the other day, what's been cool as I've been coaching a lot of these athletes is like really having the chance to like talk to and coach parents as well, as far as just like y'all may have one kid. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I was a teacher for two years when I thought, like, when I, this is like when I realized it, like parents will come to me, like, oh, I don't know what to do with so and so. I don't know what to do with so and so. It's like, I keep getting these same questions, bro. I'm just like, Yo, you know, you kind of got 27 kids like you kind yeah. of have and like that, that was so at that point that was my first year next year i'm like you, you've you had about like 60 kids of like just like 60 kids a uh, parent might have just one kid in their household uh, you have fucking 60 kids or like 20 kids every day for like eight hours you know yeah. what i mean so it's like you know what's going on uh and you know how to like solve these problems so that's your job is to be a problem solver. you know what i mean yeah as a teacher, sure uh and then educate you know what i mean so for me as a coach it's just like having to educate these parents on like hey like we can't create excuses for this athlete. So if we create excuses, they're gonna not understand like the work you need to put in to get from point A to point B. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, I've been having to coach a lot of parents on like, like yo, like if so and so is feeling stressed out. Like they're they're not working hard enough. And the, and the biggest uh the I say excuse I get, I don't want to use that word, but that's my mom would get me tight sometimes. My mom would all like when I went through my homework, like, hey mom, like freaking, like, teach everybody not to do the homework, yada, yada, uh, and somehow, I don't know, I would get in trouble for it, uh, she was like, hey, was it assigned to you? I was like, yeah, but, like, she's like, so then you got to do it, like, there's no excuse for you not doing it, yeah. so, like, anything I would say, whether it was, like, a legit, like, reason of, like, why it wasn't done, or whether it was, like, a, a BS reason of why it wasn't done, it's like, it was an excuse, like, it should have been done, yeah. I mean, like, you know how to get done, didn't get done, Um. so I'm just like, yeah, we can't create excuses for our athletes, because they're not going to understand, like, the work that's required so get these goals, you know, it's like a lot of athletes are saying, like, they're stressed out about not being where they want to be, like, you know what I mean, I'm just like, hey, like, I get, like, a parent always says to me, like, yo, they have school, they have homework, they have, like, extra functions, I'm like, hey, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know, I promise you, I know, I, yeah. like, I knew when I was going through it, I knew, like, these things had to happen, but I also know, that so-and-so wants to get to that next level. That next level is going to require the best of you, you know what I mean? Whether you have fucking uh, two practices that day or uh, and a fucking pasta party, I mean, you still got to, like, find a half an hour or 10 minutes to get that working. You know what I mean? To say, like, yo, I got that working today. It was intentful work. More importantly, it's going to get me uh, a few steps better for that next day. You know what I mean? And a lot of times, parents are just really allowing their – uh I'll say making the bed comfortable for the athletes to be like, hey, like it's okay. Like you don't gotta get up and turn the lights on just yet. It's like nah, like you really gotta get up and turn the lights on. Like whatever whatever it is. Like you just gotta do. Yeah. Uh, and there's sometimes uh I really don't want to put this on social media because so I, I don't think I would get a good uh review on that one. But like sometimes parents are like the biggest limiter in fucking mm-hmm. athlete success because they want to make everything so comfortable. Like oh you don't got to work so hard. I guess you fucking do. no dude
0: i i i get it man it it may i'm a parent and uh i get it from from both sides because i know like there's my wife calls me out on it too sometimes because like uh my son will be trying to do something Mm -hmm. and he's having trouble with it and i'll go try to do it for him and then she's like you gotta stop doing that like she's like don't do that she's like you he has to he has to figure it out and he has to like you know fail and my wife's very good at like you know she one thing that she says to him all the time is like when he's having trouble with something she'll be like you can do hard things like you can do hard things oh, yeah. just fit and she'll be like just figure it out just figure it out and then like he'll figure it out 99 of the time we just yeah. got to give him the time to do it and i've really broken that habit too of being like no no no. like he'll figure it out he'll figure it out all right if he falls he falls like he'll be okay like yeah. and uh so i get it from both sides like i get it as a parent like how easy it it would be to just want to solve all of your kids problems and like not make them feel bad. But like I told, told you before we start recording, like coming from where I came from, like not having anything growing up mm-hmm. and working really, really hard and dealing with a lot of stress to put myself in a position to be able to pro- provide for my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like, know like, okay, well, I got to make sure he has some fucking adversity in his life. Like he's got to have some, some, Reads some grit to him and, and we got to figure that out as we go but uh, i think the those same those same parents are probably the ones who are making excuses for themselves too like those same people who say like you know oh i just have a bad metabolism or oh, i like it's too difficult on the weekends or like works i work too much or i just don't have the time to commit right now it's like all right that's fine but then don't just don't tell me that you want to lose 30 pounds Like that's, that's, if that's cool, but like, if you're going to, if you're going to ask me every week, how can I get more results? The answer is not going to change. It's just, you got to do the things that you need to do and you got to do them consistently and be honest about them. And you got, yeah, you just got to get up and turn those lights on. 100%.
1: <laughs> That's all I thought about in my head. Like, you really gotta turn the lights on, man. That's
0: yeah, it. I like that I like I like that for an Instagram post. Um, so yeah, real quick, uh, if I mean if there's anyone listening here who has kids who you know are in lacrosse and they want to reach out to you or if they just want to follow you for some inspiration, where can they find you?
1: Uh Instagram is where I like to thrive. Uh at the dot fortitude strength. Um yeah, just looking up on there. Uh if you want to send me an email, uh you can uh, email me at train f strength at com, um and
0: that's really it any 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 checks his emails nowadays yeah i do check my email not not like like back in high school <laughs>
1: uh, i do like to uh each athlete i work with does go through like uh like an assessment process to see if like uh it's a solid match or not i don't like to work with every athlete you know what i mean uh to make sure it's a good fit so uh like like what i'm looking to do is build a team so i'm not just looking to build like a a gym of athletes who just like come in and come out, but looking to really build a strong team of athletes who are looking to accomplish something uh, in their career. So,
0: That's awesome, man. Well, I was happy to have you on, man. Thank you for giving me your time. No, I appreciate
1: that. Adam, it's been dope, man. Thank you for having me.
0: No problem, dude.